the Blazers have acquired Carmelo Anthony, and NBA Twitter is hype. Blazer fans are hype. Mellow fans are hype. And I'm laughing because I've been nothing but right about this man for the past decade plus. I cannot wait to bring all of you back down to earth. Let's do it. It's the dime. You are now listening to The Dime with Josh Rodriguez, your weekly go-to podcast for all things NBA. Subscribe on iTunes or listen every week on thedimepodcast.com. And now, your host, Josh Rodriguez. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Dime. Carmelo Anthony is a blazer. KP returns to the garden. And Chris Ailey of the Blazer Gang Podcast joins the podcast on the second half of the show to kind of, I guess, give the positive perspective of Carmelo Anthony joining the Blazers. At least I think that's what he's going to do. Uh, before that, if you want, you can follow The Dime on Twitter at The Dime NBA on Instagram at The Dime NBA. I'm Josh Rodriguez at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. If you look me up today, the day the podcast drops, you will not find me because I am on a social media hiatus, but I will be back no worries, the Dime Hotline is now open, 805-826-3463, all that good stuff. I will be riding solo for the first half of the show. Like I said, Chris Ailey of the Blazer Gang Podcast will join me to start the second half of the show. If you are a Blazer fan, if you're just a basketball fan in general, I really recommend that podcast. They are objective um, Blazer fans. They're not fanboys, so you can go there um, and... Get a real take about the Blazers, also about the rest of the league as well. Um, very good, very, very, very good podcast. I highly recommend it, especially if you are a Blazer fan. But let's get into the show. We got a lot to cover. And of course, when I'm riding solo, it's Rodriguez for three. Rodriguez, a healthy three, and down it goes! All right, first things first, you know I got to talk about Carmelo Anthony. Topic number one. Listen, this is not going to work. I, I'm just going to bring you guys back down to earth really, really quick. Why? Well, one, Melo's not in his prime anymore. He's not Carmelo Anthony. He's not the Hall of Famer Carmelo Anthony that everybody has grown to love for their irrational reasons. I don't understand how anybody can like the way this man played unless you're not a fan of ball movement and team basketball and um, defense. But you know what? He does have his he does have his cult followers, which are huge on NBA Twitter. I'm not afraid to go at him because I've been right about this man for the past 10 years. He's a chemistry killer. He's a liability on defense. He's a selfish basketball player. He's uncoachable. But you know what? The Blazers are taking a chance. Um, and I think it's something that, <laughs> at this point, you're 4-8, right? You are, I, I wouldn't say desperate, but you still kind of are panicking because you are in the West and you need to have a good record to make it out of the West. This is a team that made the Western Conference Finals last year and they had high expectations going into this season. And everyone is pretty much struggling outside of Damian Lillard and I think Anthony Simmons. I mean, from the games that I've watched, at least, we can ask Chris Ailey when he comes back onto the podcast. But CJ has been struggling to shoot the basketball. Um, the chemistry just does not seem to be there. Defensively, they are not good. A lot is going wrong in Portland right now, and I think desperate times call for desperate measures, and this is not the Hail Mary I would take if I'm Portland, but you know what? Dame and CJ both have advocated for Carmelo Anthony in the past, and they're about to get their wish. Fellas, be careful for what 
you wish for. There's a reason why he was out of the league for this long. He's always been hard to coach. He's going to expect too big of a role. He ruins chemistry. He's awful defensively. And you know what? I say all that, but it almost makes sense for the Blazers to acquire him right now because the Blazers need someone to take on that big role. They need somebody to give the ball to and and make something happen, especially from that position that they've been missing for such a long time. Um, they're going to suffer defensively, but at the same time, they're not that great of a defensive team to begin with right now. So they need a savior. You're going to take a shot on a Hall of Famer, isolation specialist. I, I guess if any team were to do it, it would be the Blazers because I would not cog Carmelo Anthony on a team that has been doing well because I would be afraid he's going to ruin the chemistry. What chemistry is he going to ruin for the Portland Trailblazers right now? None, because right now, nothing is working for them. So it's a Hail Mary attempt. I don't like it. Um, I can talk all day on why I am feeling this way about Carmelo Anthony. I'm a long-suffering Knicks fan who never wanted him to begin with and who was on the right side of history with that trade. So come at me all you want. I will have receipts upon receipts upon receipts on why I was right about this guy. Let's go to topic number two. Rodriguez, a healthy three, and down it goes! Gustav Porzingis returns to the Garden in a loss. Taking another L, the Knicks have beat the Mavericks two times this year. They have three wins, two of them against the Dallas Mavericks. Go figure. Um, he, Chris Hoth had 20 points, did not look like a superstar, um, looked pretty pedestrian. This does not justify trading him, though. I mean, he's got off to a slow start. It's early in the season. I know. I get it. Um, I don't think this is going to continue. I think eventually Luka and KP and the rest of the team will thrive with KP in the lineup. He's coming off a huge injury. Let's let's not forget that. Give the guy some time. Uh, I am really, really happy to see the Knicks fans give him hell the way they did. The KP sucks chance were amazing. That's what I love about my fan base, the New York Knicks. I think they got this one right. You know, I will argue with Knicks fans about Carmelo Anthony and how they treat him as a savior and how Knicks fans love him. I think he should be booed every time he says into the building. But they got this one about KP. KP talks a lot of trash about the organization. I know the organization is not the best organization in the world. But you know what? Leaving the way you did, demanding a trade the way you did, I would be too, booed too. I would have booed if I was in the garden. And I'm happy that the Knicks did that. I really am. But let's keep a level head, Knicks fans. This is our only... This is the 10th game the Knicks have won since dealing Kirchhoff for Zangas. 10th. 10th. Do you know what that means? The Knicks have the worst record in the league since that trade. They're the last team to record their 10th victory since the day of the Porzingis trade. That is pathetic. And it wouldn't be as pathetic if this wasn't the story over and over and over and over again. It's it's just sad. It's really, really sad, and I know KP has been struggling this year, but let's not fool ourselves into believing that we made the right call trading this guy. We got absolutely nothing in return for him. We traded for Dennis Smith Jr., who's not even going to be a part of our future. He's not the point guard of the future, and cap space for players that we didn't even get. We gave him up for air. It's not a win, guys. Don't act like it is because we beat the Mavericks twice in the regular season. On to topic number three. Rodriguez, a healthy three, and down it goes! Shout out to Andrew Wiggins, averaging 26 and 5, killing it. Now, this is someone who I actually was not a big fan of ever. Uh, I've had fallen to the camp. I wouldn't say he was a bust. I mean, he he's he averages at least 17 to 20 a game throughout his career. So saying that that person is a bust, that's strong. That's really strong. Uh, he hasn't lived up to the hype that a lot of people thought he would live up to. And I think he's disappointed a lot of people. Therefore, a lot of people are like, well, you know what? He's a bust. 
He hasn't been able to lead the Timberwolves anywhere past the first round in the playoffs. They made the playoffs one time as the 18, and that's when Jimmy Butler was on the team, and they got smacked by the Rockets. So, yes, Andrew Wiggins has underachieved, but the Colma bust, I think, is strong. I do believe in him, though, going forward. Why? Because of how he adjusted his game. Analytics are helping his game out. These long twos are now becoming threes. The shots that he is taking right now, they are better shots. He's more open. He's more in rhythm. It's a better brand of basketball. Coaching matters. It does. If you can get your players in the right positions to succeed, that's what's going to happen. And Andrew Wiggins, I mean, I know the summer workout videos can be very misleading, as we've seen Hoodie Mello in the past, as we've seen summer workout Ben Simmons with a jump shot, even though he doesn't take any jump shots right now uh, this year. They can be very deceiving, but we did see Andrew Wiggins put in work in the summer, and I'm really proud of him. I'm really, really proud of him. Um, and I hope this continues because he seems like a good, uh, a good guy. He does get the reputation that he does not care, that he's very aloof. And, you know, I like the Timberwolves franchise. I like their brand. I think the fans in Minnesota, they deserve something. Ever since Kevin Garnett left, you know, there hasn't been much to cheer about. So, you know, right now, Kat and Andrew Wiggins doing their thing. Hopefully it leads to a playoff berth for Minnesota. Just had to give Andrew Wiggins a quick shout-out because, you know what, he deserves it. Rodriguez for three. Rodriguez, a healthy three, and down it goes! This is going to be a short show, but when I come back on the second half of the show, I'm going to be with Chris Ailey of the Blazer Gang podcast. We're going to go over the Carmelo Anthony signing. He's going to try to convince me that this was a good thing for his Blazer squad. I don't believe it. Are you going to believe it? We'll find out next on The Dime. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You are now listening to The Dime with Josh Rodriguez. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Dime. The Dime hotline is open, 805-826-3463. That's 805-826-3463. You can follow The Dime on Twitter, on Instagram, at The Dime NBA. Drop a comment, leave a shout-out, ask a question, all that good stuff. I will ask it on air. I'll say it on air. It's all about interaction, people. All about interaction. And right now, on the line, joining me from Portland, Oregon, is Chris Ailey of the Blazer Gang Podcast. 
What's going on, man? What's going on? It's been a while, man. Chris was on an episode I, last year. I forgot what episode number it was, but I mean, you you came on to to give me um, your thoughts about your Blazers, and you end up being right about a lot of things. Yeah, we, it was a little bit. Um, we end up losing, you know, getting swept by Golden State. You know, that was a bad look, but everything else, I think I was pretty much on point. You know. Yeah, y'all made the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It, I mean, it was a good year. It was a good year last year. It was a good year. Uh, um, unfortunately, this year, not so great. The Blazers right now are 4-8. Um, Dame's looking nice. That's good. But the rest of the team, um, CJ's been struggling. Just just hasn't been looking good. And that is the reason why I think the Blazers have acquired Carmelo Anthony. I think it's panic mode, man. Now, as a Blazer fan, um, I talked you guys up. I talked the Blazer Game podcast as, a, as an objective podcast. <laughs> My last mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let, let the world know how... Uh, you and your your friend your friends the podcast I'm, I'm sure if you I'm sure you guys have a group text going right now or something like that. Uh, what's what's the gut reaction? Oh yeah, man. To Carmelo Anthony being a Blazer. Um, me personally, I love it. You know, I've, I've always been a mellow guy. Um, you know, he he's a three point threat. I know you have some some opposite feelings towards mellow, <laughs> but um, me me personally, I like mellow coming into uh, our team because right now, like you said, it's off to a slow start. We're four and eight. We're outside the playoffs as right now. Um, Dame is basically carrying the Blazers on, on his back, you know, averaging 30 points a game. So but right now um, in, in our group chat, it's, it's mixed reviews. You know, it's, it's, pre- it's half and half, you know, having Melo on the team. But me personally, I like it. I like it. Now, do you like it from a standpoint that, you know, you're 4-8 and eight and you don't know what else to try? Or is it just because you legitimately think he's going to fit into the team? I think he's going to fit into the team because right now, I mean, with the offseason um, add-ons, you know, Anthony Tolliver, I think somebody thought, you know, he'll be our three-point specialist this year. I don't think he's hit a three all year. So, I mean, definitely it, having Melo now is an upgrade to what we have on the team um, at that four spot. You know, Zach, he got hurt, so he's out for a couple months with a shoulder injury. And, you know, that, that was unforeseen, you know, having Zach being hurt. But at that four spot, you know, we tried different lineups with Mario, Hazonia, you know, coming from the Knicks. Yep. Um, it just, you know, it, it just hasn't worked out for him. You know, I see him more coming off the bench, you know, being that point forward in our in our second lineup with the guys come off the bench. But right now it's like we, we have to sign somebody, you know, give us like a spark. And even with Hassan, you know, with the signing with him, I feel like he starts off kind of slowing games, but – it's, it's something that we needed, you know, just to jumpstart our season. No, I feel you, man. And listen, I'm not going to sit here in front like Carmelo's not talented. Like, I, I'll fully admit that I, I drive the bandwagon of the Carmelo Anthony <laughs> slander. <laughs> but, um, you know, I have to admit, though, like, he is a Hall of Famer. He's one of the most talented scorers to ever play the game. Um, I do think, you know, he's not in his prime anymore, though. I mean, he's just not the mellow that he used to be, and he hasn't played in an NBA game in over a year. So, uh, is this kind of like a like you can't lose in this situation? Like, even if he does it bad, it's not going to really affect the team. It's just one of those things where you kind of like, you know what? If he's good, he's good. If he's bad, he's bad. We just cut him. Right, it, and and it's a non guaranteed contract, you know. So, and it's a low risk, high reward thing. You know, if he comes in and yeah. gives us, you know, twelve, it comes in and gives us twelve to fifteen points. You know, as a starter, I, I see him starting right away. Um, I want you know, Mario, he's going to lose that spot to Carmelo. I'm sorry. But if, if he gives us 12 to 15 points, if he gives us 12 to 15 points a game, that would be great. You know, but just having him on the floor is going to make defense respect us 
more, you know, because he's a known three-point specialist, you know, he was shooting what for his career? I want to say 35% career from three. So teams are going to have to respect this more because right now they're leaving Anthony Tolliver wide open. You know, um, Bazemore, he's got kind of hot recently, but with Melo on our, on our court, it's, it's, it's going to open up the floor for Damon CJ. So you don't see uh, Melo, I, I guess this is more of like a Terry Stotts question, how he going to run the offense now. Do you think it's going to be more pick and pop with Melo, spread the floor, have him kind of camp out in the corner or on the wing and have Dame drive and kick? Or do you think it's going to be pick and roll, Carmelo, give Carmelo the ball on the block on the elbow and have him do his thing? No, I think it's going to be more of a pick and pop type of thing, you know, with Dame. Because Dame this year, he, he's been he's been getting to the hoop. You know, he's looking to uh, attack the rim. And if Melo's hot, you know, just keep with that high pick and roll and hit him. And then if he doesn't have the shot, swing it one more to pass his CJ. Or if it's late in the shot clock, let Melo post up, do the high post. Let him, let him dribble three or four times, you know, and get a bucket or something like that. But I don't think Stotts is really going to run the offense through Melo, per se, but still keep it with Dayton CJ and then have Melo have his open shots. All right, cool. And his defense, does that worry you at all? It does a little bit, but, you know, he, he's a big body type of guy. He's 6'8", 6'9". Um, I don't know about his athletic ability. I don't know if it's still there. You know, seeing some of the highlights with uh, his trainer out there in New York, Chris, I think he still has it. Um, but he's a smart guy. You know, he, he got the quick hands, so he could get in there, get a steal here and there. He's not going to be a, a defensive uh, shutdown guy like a Kawhi or something like that, Paul George, but – it's going to be an upgrade. For what we have right now, it's definitely an upgrade. All right, cool. All right, well, so general thoughts, I, what I'm getting from you is that you're optimistic, but you're not necessarily looking for him to save the franchise, to save the season. You just think it's a nice little boost. It's exactly. A boost that we need because right now, 4-8, that's not the record that we anticipate on having 12 games into the season. You know, at least, you know, at least be a 500 team. But um, with Melo, I think just having his experience, his, his mentality come in, is going to have guys, you know, come around and, and, and we might win three or four games, you know, on this road, on this road trip. I, I know we got six in a row, but we might sneak in there and beat the San Antonio. We got Houston on Monday, you know, so that's, some, that's something to look for for Melo, you know, to go up against his old former squad and probably drop 20 or 30 points on him, but – it, but it's definitely a, a, a energy boost to the city and to the team. All right, and just uh, right quick, because I've, I've watched a few Blazer games, not too many. I mean, definitely not as many, many as you, because obviously I don't live in the area, so I don't get every game. What's the problem? What I mean, from what I see, it just seems like no one's really stepping up besides Dame, and the defense doesn't, doesn't seem to be um, as tight as it usually is. Not that it, they have had a great defense, but they've always had a passable defense. Am I missing something? Because like I said, I'll admit I haven't seen every game. No, you're you're hitting it right on the head. Um, our defense, nobody's communicating. Fast break, uh, transition, getting back on defense. Nobody's picking up the ball. Nobody's stopping the ball at half court or three point line for that matter. And you know, deep, uh, the offensive teams are just eating away at us. You know, um, you see it clearly though. Like you'll see, I won't call any names, but Mario. You know, he looks kind of lost on defense at times. Mm-hmm. And that's one of that's one of the reasons why we're at four and eight right now. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Give yourself a shout-out, your your podcast a shout-out. Plug anything you want to plug, man. For sure. Uh, my Twitter is at your boy CMA. That's Y-A-B-O-Y-C-M-A. And I'm part of the Blazer Gang, official Blazer Gang. 
on Twitter. Um, give us a follow. All right, man. Thanks for hopping on. All right, no problem, man. Thanks. All right, shout out for Chris for coming on. Always like to hear a different perspective, although I do think I'm right when it comes to Carvel Anthony because, like I said a thousand times, I've always been right about this dude. Anyway, foreclose the show. It's my favorite part of the show. You know what time it is. NBA Twitter, baby. Did you just? I can't believe. Yes. Yes, you really tweeted that out. NBA Twitter, you are undefeated. Yes, this is NBA Twitter. This is when I pull tweets from NBA Twitter. It could be from an NBA player. It could be from a random follower that I have. Someone random that I'm following. Or just anything that I see that has hashtag NBA Twitter on it. I got two tweets for you today. One is from Trey Young. And he says, your apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect was. And he tweets that because he is absolutely balling. And you know what? Guess who owes him an apology? I do. Raising my hand right now. So, Trey, here it goes. Trey, I'm sorry. Trey, I thought you were a bootleg Steph Curry. Trey, I thought your shot selection was god-awful. To be honest with you, I still think your shot selection is god-awful. At times. At times. But you know what? You're talented enough to get away with it. You know who else's shot selection was awful? Kobe Bryant. But he's Kobe Bryant. So he was able to get away with it. Now, I'm not saying you're Kobe. I'm not even saying you're Steph yet. But you can ball. You have great vision. You seem to be a very good leader. Your shooting touch is out of this world. And I think coming to the NBA, once you adapt to the speed halfway into your rookie season, with all that space, it's done nothing but help your game. And I think when John Collins comes back healthy, without any drugs in his system, you guys have a nice squad. I think I think the Hawks are going to be a team to reckon with for years and years to come. And a lot of it is because of Trey Young. So Trey, got to admit, I was wrong about you. And I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. See, it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong about Trey. I'm going to call it right now. I know he's only his second year. I mean, he could honestly fall off the face of the earth, and I could be right about him. But I think it's safe to say the man knows how to play the game of basketball, and he's really dope. So my bad, Trey. My bad. Let's go into the second tweet. From Bub at One Light Skin Sin. Very interesting handle. He says, Devin Booker better than Luka Doncic. I'd love to see that matchup. Um, Now, I don't think this is so much of a hot take because I think you can make a case that Devin Booker is better than Luka Doncic. At this point, a lot of these arguments are subjective in the type of player that you would want to have on your team. I'm just going to give the case for Luka. I think Luka's better than Devin. Um, not to call back any hate on Trey Young, but Luka and Trey were traded for each other. I know a lot of people think Trey's better than Luka, or they would rather have Trey. I would have, I'd rather have Luka. I think I actually might start my team with Luka Doncic if I had to pick one person in the league based off of age and potential. I mean, I think it's, it's Luka or Giannis. It's, it's one or the other. Um, but Luka is just, he's, how do you want it? <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he can kill you with the shot. He can kill you with the step back. He can back you in. He can pass the basketball. He's averaging about 10 boards a game. Offensively, I mean, the man is just basically a a James Harden type with the step back. Is he not? Am I wrong about that? I don't think so. I mean, we like to compare Trey Young to Steph, but Luka is basically James Harden. Now, Devin Booker is a phenomenal scorer. I'm really, really, really happy for the Suns right now, for the fans in Phoenix, 
for you know at least the first 10 to 15 games of the season, they're watching good basketball. I don't know how long they can keep it up. I do think they can keep it up as long as they don't sustain any type of injury to any rotation player. Uh, a lot of teams like this, you know, you see in the past, they get off to good starts, and then one man goes down, maybe another man goes down, and all of a sudden the team falls apart because they're not that deep, and, you know, chemistry gets lost. So that's my worry with the Suns. But until that happens, I think they're going to be in every single game. I think they're a threat to win every single night, and a lot of part, a huge part of that is Devin Booker. He is a phenomenal scorer. He is at least, he reminds me of... Of, of like a more athletic Ray Allen. Someone who can hit the three, he can spot up and hit the three, but, you know, you don't really think about him going by or getting to the hoop, but he can do it. And he's very, very, very good at that. He is not that bad of a distributor as well. I think he's very underrated in that. I think he's just a very underrated player in general because you don't get to see him as much because he plays for the Suns. With all that said, I'd still take Luka. By a little bit, though. It's, it's not by that much. It isn't. Devin Booker is going to be an all-star for the next 5-10 to years, depending on health. The sun is very, very bright in Phoenix. And that is because of death. Alright, everybody, that does it for this episode of The Dime. Like I said, if you want, you can follow The Dime on Twitter and Instagram, at The Dime NBA. I'm Josh Rodriguez, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. I am on a social media hiatus. I'll probably be back in about a week or two, so don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. I am not going anywhere for good, at least. Social media is a huge part of my profession, and I'd be an idiot to actually let it go forever. Listen, the Dime Hotline is open, 805-826-3463. Please call and leave a message, comment, question, anything you'd like. I'll play it on the show, all that good stuff. Catch you next time on the Dime. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.